In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today is a joyous feast of the church, a joyous feast, because it's the birthday of the church, as we like to say, and anyone who's been to a birthday party, it's joyous, and we celebrate. So today is a day of celebration, and an opportunity to think about the role of the Holy Spirit in our Christian life. All of us received the Holy Spirit when we were baptized and chrismated. And at this moment, at that moment, and some of you received it very recently, the very Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God, enters into a person and makes it possible for this person now to be transformed, to change, to become like God. And this is possible, only possible, because we are made in the image and likeness of God. And because we were made in the image and likeness of God, it means that the Holy Spirit of God is something natural to us. It's something we were meant to receive, not something that God is forcing on us, but something that we were built for. Imagine, we were built to have in us the Spirit of God. What an awesome idea, what an awesome thought. And unfortunately, we don't fully comprehend this. We don't fully embrace this. We don't fully realize this. Because many of us who were baptized as children probably didn't fully live out this spirit in us. It's sort of, we received it and then it kind of got tucked away in a little closet, kind of like in your homes and in my house, we have all kinds of stuff that's kind of stuck in a closet somewhere. And once in a while we might open it up and like, oh yeah, that's in there, I gotta take care of that. That's how we treat the Holy Spirit that's in us. As if it was just some kind of little thing to set aside. And that's why, my friends, we don't have joy. That's why we are constantly being attacked by the evil one, constantly struggling. And it happens to all of us. So we have to kind of figure out how to reignite and recapture and restore the Holy Spirit that is in us and how to bring it out and live through the Holy Spirit in this world. Because that's the whole point. Christians are meant to be people in this world that have the Holy Spirit in them so that they can bring the Holy Spirit to the world through themselves. And what does the Holy Spirit... And the world needs the Holy Spirit because the world is in darkness and in sin. 
And my job and your job is to bring the Holy Spirit into the world through our own lives. How else? What else is our purpose? What else are we here for? So when you think of it that way, it's actually quite frightening and quite uh, sobering because what we're saying is God is expecting us to do this. On the day of judgment, we will be held accountable for what we did with the Holy Spirit that was in us. And the parable of the talents is exactly about this. Each one of us was given the Holy Spirit as a deposit. It's not my Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Spirit of God. And I received it, now it's in me. And what am I going to do with it? Will I keep it locked up and sort of flickering in the darkness a little bit? Or do I live in such a way that that Holy Spirit is what actually animates me and empowers me? How many of us live this way? The disciples did this. Because on the day of Pentecost, what happened? They were all frightened. They were all hiding away. And then they suddenly the Holy Spirit descends on them. And now these frightened men become incredibly courageous and powerful. And they run into the street and begin to proclaim loudly to everyone without any fear the truth that Christ is the Son of God, that He is the Messiah and the Savior of the world. At that very moment, they could have been arrested and crucified, but they had no fear. They did not care anymore about men and the power of men. They had the power of God in them. And nothing in this world could stop them. And not only that, they went on and began performing miracles and raising the dead, speaking in various languages, and spreading Christianity all over the world until this very day. Look at what the Holy Spirit did. So the question is, how can I have the Holy Spirit that I've received in my baptism, in my chrismation, and also that I continually am able to receive through the sacraments, if you pay attention to the prayers and the liturgy, so often the priest is invoking for the Holy Spirit to descend upon us. And not only that, today, after the liturgy, we have the special prayers, the kneeling prayers of Vespers, Vespers kneeling service, again invoking God, asking him to grant us the Holy Spirit. Now think about that. If we are doing that, we're asking God to give us his Holy Spirit. What are we going to do with it? It's like, you know, asking somebody for a job and the person gives you a job and then you don't show up to work. What's going to happen to you? What's going to happen to the job? You're going to get fired. So I want to really express to all of us and myself uh, 
the great responsibility we have to take the gift of the Holy Spirit that's given to us and live through it. Live and walk by the Holy Spirit. To have that courage of the apostles. How do you know if you're doing that? How do you know if you are living in the Spirit? Number one, you are zealous and disciplined in fighting the spiritual struggle. You give yourself over to that. You make that your goal in life, to struggle in the spiritual life through repentance, through prayer, through fasting, through vigils, through the Jesus prayer, through confession. You apply yourself to it. That means the Holy Spirit is working in you, helping you to do these things, inspiring you to do them, guiding you, reminding you to do them. The second way is that you, by doing this, you will begin to experience the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Because you're applying yourself in this way, the Holy Spirit will begin to bear fruit in you. And St. Paul tells us the fruit of the Holy Spirit are love, joy, kindness, goodness, self-control, and others. You begin feeling these things. Now you know that the Holy Spirit is actually working in you and through you, and you begin to give this, these beautiful fruits of the Holy Spirit to the world around you. And now you are a Christian. Now you are emanating the Holy Spirit and through yourself becoming a vessel of the Holy Spirit to the world around us. Those are the two ways that you can know that you are, in fact, taking responsibility for the gift of the Holy Spirit and allowing it to work through you. And the very sure way of knowing that you're not doing this, that you are not uh, engaging the Holy Spirit that is in you, is the fruits of having another spirit in us. And that's the spirit of the world. The spirit of the Antichrist. The spirit of evil. The spirit of idolatry and gluttony and greed and all the other evil demonic spirits that are constantly trying to enter us to control us. And so we become vessels of evil instead of vessels of God. When we begin falling into sins and and remaining there and not repenting, then clearly we have become a vessel of the evil spirit. And that is a very dangerous state to be in if we do not come out and repent of that and return to God through repentance. So today is a reminder as we celebrate the Feast of Pentecost to remember the gift we've been given, whether it was when we were babies decades ago or recently. And the great responsibility we have to walk in the Spirit 
and to acquire more and more of the Holy Spirit. The goal of life being to acquire more and more of the Holy Spirit, which is what God wants to do. He freely wants to give His Spirit to us so that it can sanctify us, that it can purify us, that it can save us and have us truly be who we are. Christians, the anointed ones. Anointed with what? The Holy Spirit. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.